What is good, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. I'm Liz. And today we are going to talk about how gaming is just another hobby, right? It's it's just as much of a hobby as sports, music, being a foodie, whatever you want. We're going to talk about how gaming is a hobby too. Yep. So Liz, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good too. That's good. Our dog is good. We gave him a cookie before the episode. And now he's digging up crumbs from the carpet. Yeah, which is... he's a fatty. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, because our dog is fat. Uh, so we're going to start off with a new segment called Tabletop, Table Talk Topics. Woohoo! I am so good at tongue twisters. There's, there's so good. Yeah. Uh, what we have here is a deck of table topics, right? And each and every week I'm going to shuffle the deck. Okay. I'm going to shuffle the deck. You can hear me shuffle. Did you hear that shuffle audience? Oh my goodness. Um, and every week, we're just going to pick a random question from the table talk and just uh, answer it for have 10 a minutes. a little discussion. You guys can learn a little bit about us. <laughs> so there we have it. So I have shuffled the deck. And Liz, can you choose a card from the top? Yep. Okay. So this week's question is, what do you think airplanes will look like in 50 years? Is that really the first one? Yes. Do wow. you want me to pick a different one? Uh, no, I, I, like I said, uh, we'll just answer it because uh, I only say that because when I first got that, that was the very first question I picked Me off. too. It was one of the first questions I picked. Yeah. So just going to start the timer. So what? Uh, repeat the question. What do you think airplanes will look like in 50 years? What do I think? So let's think about this. Uh, airplanes were invented in early 1900s, right? I don't know. <laughs> well, like it was invented in Kitty Hawk Mountain or Kitty Hawk, Kitty Kitty Place, North Carolina, Kitty Hawk. And it was uh, invented by the Wright brothers to be just another um, just, uh, for the Air Force. Right. Um, and when it first was designed, you know, y- you've seen the, the pictures for the old time airplanes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was about 110 years ago yeah so 110 year difference we get paper planes basically paper and wood into like military jets yeah so really it's like what do all airplanes look like in 50 years i guess i don't think it really matters i think it just mean what do you what do you think they'll look like yeah what do you think they'll look like um, I mean, now that I think of the comparison between the first one and the ones we have now that carries tons of people, I don't know, I guess that they might be bigger. Bigger. Yeah. I don't know. I've never even been on a plane. So like. Well, no, that's a good point. Is that like, oh, that's right. You haven't been on a plane. I've never been on a plane. I've never been in an airport. So like I really, my knowledge on airplanes is close to zero. Yeah. So I really can't imagine. I don't have anything. I got nothing. Maybe everything will be first class in 50 years. That'd Maybe. be nice. Um, well, that's a good point. Uh, but the the section about being bigger, because airplanes have, aircraft have gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, I believe in the 50s, even 60s, you know, people actually got uh, suited up, right? Like mm-hmm. they put on suits, they put on dresses because being that's on an airplane. True. Yeah, being on an airplane. It was a privilege. It was a privilege. Uh, not Only everybody. rich people did that. Yeah. Now, pretty much everybody takes an airplane. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we'll get something new for the rich people to do. <laughs> they have blimps. They have blimps? Well, they have their own private jets. So. That w- that's what airplanes will look like in 50 years is blimps. blimps. But filled with people instead of air. Yeah. <laughs> filled with people. That's how it stays up, people. <laughs> uh, you get all the hotheads in America and you just put them in a blimp. There you go. Blimps were so much bigger when we were younger. Where did all the blimps go? I don't know. Uh, like, did you remember like seeing the blimp at the beach and like, be out there? Oh yeah. Now you see them in hockey stadiums. Okay. Yeah, like the blimp <laughs> in the hockey stadium. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I'm guessing, like what you said, it's it's definitely going to be bigger. Maybe right? I'll find a way to get rid of the wings. I don't know. Get rid of the wings. I don't know. Um. No, that's a good point. Maybe an improvement on the wings. Uh, to get more stability, uh, highly more secured, and I mean, we also have to remember it's only in, it's only fifty years. No, we're not talking like a hundred years. It's only fifty years. We'll still be alive, so yeah. they can't get that much done. So, <laughs> so, 
So 50 years from now, so that's 2068, right? Um, that seems like a long distance off. So let's even think 50 years behind us. Um, I can do math. I can totally do math. It's okay. 1998 is 20 years. Um, so 30 years. 60. Wait, I don't know why you're looking at <laughs> 68? me. You're the one that's better at this than I am. Um, 1968 would be 50 years ago. Uh, a listener is going to be like, no, it's 78. No, it's yeah. 58. Why don't I just yeah, calculate. do the math? Yeah. Watch, someone's going to be like, I got it in two seconds. Two in seconds. So it's 2018 minus 50 years. That was 1968. 1968. And think about the technological advancements from 1968 until now. Yeah, we're not talking about about technological advancements. We're talking mm -hmm. about aircraft advancements. That's true. And I like this is this has to do with thinking of the wind and like weather as an aspect and things like that. I think airplanes will be not the way they look, but how much more secure they are. Be I hope so. Well, yeah, like I really don't want to get in a plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's the thing is that um uh they always say you know you know uh, flying is the safest route of travel or some something to that effect. That's bullcrap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so maybe just a lot more secure, a lot safer. I guess you can say. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so I don't think it, the question should really just talk about what they look like. It's how they function. Yes. Because thinking about... Even, even though the question was look. <laughs> I know. This whole time. Um, <laughs> maybe they'll be purple. <laughs> maybe they'll be purple. <laughs> I think I think bigger is probably the best bet. They're, yeah, they're, bigger and maybe, made a, maybe we'll find a tougher or a more... Like in, a, in the safer realm metal. of talking. Yeah, like a tougher metal, like something that's still lightweight enough to fly, but tough enough to withstand a crash and mm -hmm. still be able to like stay intact. Yeah. That'd be great. So I would say, yeah, bigger. Uh, bigger, more secure, uh, and a lot more accessible. And you brought up also a good point about how the inside will all be first class. I mean, they did that with movie theaters, so... <laughs> well, that is true. Uh, if you go into movie theaters, there, there's a movie theater that just opened up. Um, that just opened up near our house, and it's just so premium. Oh, my gosh. It's a regal. It's so comfortable. Yeah. it's It's got movie trays. It's got Korean barbecue tacos. It has, like, food. It has like, food. Like, it has tacos. It has sandwiches. It has fries. But then it also has, like, the regular movie stuff, like nachos and popcorn. It has beer. Beer. Which that could just be because we live in New York. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not going to see that in Pennsylvania. You can hardly find beer anywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so a lot more premium. Yes. So bigger, more premium. I would say more accessibility premium because there's always going to be that, that uh, I don't want to say wage gap. I don't want to start that conversation. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, flying is expensive. Like, I remember looking to see, mm -hmm. like, if we were to try and go to Venice Beach or something, that was going to be an expensive trip. Yeah. <laughs> because just flying there was expensive, let alone having to get home. Yeah. So I guess the final answer is bigger, more secure, more premium. Uh, and, and cheaper. All and this, but cheaper. <laughs> all this, but cheaper. And I, and I think it will get cheaper. I think there will come a time where um air air flights are just a lot more cheaper they're not yeah. going to be like like bus fare no. but it's but gonna... it, could, it should be cheaper because we're always getting told like oh save the planet carpool well you know it's gonna save the planet if i don't have to drive my car all the way to california to go on yeah. vacation <laughs> <laughs> that's true uh but then again i guess that's a different conversation what's more better for the ecosystem jet fuel or car fuel yes but that's one less car on the ground that's true but one more plane in the air. No, it's not one more plane in the air. That plane was going off whether we were on it or not. And that's true. Like, it's either one plane filled with, I don't know, 50 people, I guess. I've never been on a plane. Uh, I don't <laughs> know. I'll take you on a plane sometime. <laughs> um, so, like, one jet with 50 people. And that's not the question. We won't get there. Yeah, we're going way off topic. Yeah. So... That was our first segment on table talk topics. Uh, like I said, we'll hope be... we were entertaining. <laughs> 
So every week we'll be going into this deck of cards and just picking a random question. And it's just how we're going to open up a show uh, with a little mini discussion. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get right into the gaming news because we yes. are a gaming channel. Yes, we are. Gaming podcast. And uh, each and every week we pick out uh, our top three stories of the week. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, or at least since we've been gone, because I've noticed that every time we do a podcast and I go up to watch a YouTube or read an article, there's like this huge thing that happened. And I'm like, ah, if I just waited a little bit more. Yeah. Well, but whatever. <laughs> so these stories might be a little old, but um, let's go into the first one. This this goes in the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you remember how the Nintendo Switches at one point were bending. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, it's because the heat inside of it, um, I you know, just to put things simply, uh, they, it was creating so much heat inside. That was warping. It was warping. It wasn't just bending. It was warping because of the... Yeah. Uh, because everything's so compact in there. And the exterior was, wasn't really built like that to really maintain the heat. So it was just warping, right? So now we have a new issue with Nintendo Switch where they're cracking. Yep. So... Uh, there are a few people. It doesn't seem like there's a lot. Yeah, it doesn't. They only said it was like, what, 8% of owners? Yeah, I would say between 8 and 20%. Yeah. I, even 20% seems really high. So in Yeah, I think it was a really low percentage. Yeah, but it's still happening. Yes, it's still happening. Yeah, there are people reporting it. Uh, they're saying they're taking great care of the Switch. I mm-hmm. don't know these people, so... Yeah, but I mean, that would be one thing, like, if a couple people, like, like, oh, yeah, I dropped my Switch, like, no biggie, but I, I don't, I, I, th- I don't yeah. think they'd, I don't think that many people would lie, be like, oh, no, I take perfect care of it. Yeah. But I'm not in the real world, they dropped it down the steps, like, yeah, it's not practical. And it's not like they're, it's cracking because people dropped it. Yeah, and they're not, cra- it's not huge crack. Like, if you dropped it, like, mm-hmm. you'll know. Like, look at any iPhone. Yeah. Know when someone dropped it. It's exactly the reason why it was warping is because yeah. there's so much heat cr- being created inside yeah. and the exterior wasn't made to handle that. And so now the exterior plastic is cracking. Yep. And this is exactly why I didn't want to buy a Switch right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, I wanted the battery life to be better. I wanted the memory to be better. Uh, I wanted the actual build to be better. Um, and this is why I don't buy systems, like new systems, yeah. straight up. Like, I, I, I'm about to get a 1X and Black Friday. Yeah. If, you know, if it is a Black Friday sale. Yeah. But I knew friends, you know, like, oh, you know, get the Xbox One X. Now, yeah. thankfully, there hasn't been anything wrong with the X. Yeah. There hasn't been. But... There's always that chance, you know. But it could have when it yeah. very when it was very brand new that things can happen. Things happen. They don't realize these things until people complain about it, and they're like, "All right, well, let's yeah change this and send them back out." Like when uh, Xbox 360 came out with the Red Ring of Death. Yes. Um. Yeah. So there's that. Um, or when the PlayStation 3 came out when it was five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So this is just another thing that's being reported to be happening. I've always, I still believe in a Switch. Oh, I, yeah, I definitely. I still think it's a great system. It's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, what needs to be done is they need to hire better engineers. Yeah. You know, they have great ideas to put into it, but... They just need to figure out how to perfect it. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, has a lot to do with Nintendo as a company. They, they're yeah. always in for the gimmicks. They're always in for the oh, great yeah. ideas. But they never really think about the build. Yeah. You know, um, like when the Wii happened and so many TVs are broken. But that's not their fault. No. That's just I remember fault. my dad, the second he saw those ripped straps, he's like, you wear them every time you play. He's like, if I see you not wearing that when you play, you're going to be in big trouble. Like, I was just yeah. people not thinking about the possibility of throwing the remote <laughs> at the TV. Um. But yeah, so if you do have a Nintendo Switch, uh, tweet at us if uh, if it has been broken before. I don't think yeah. so, but I would like to see if like there's anybody that listens to this and uh, it has been cracking, or if it has warped, or if nothing's happened to your Switch and you're like, why are those news stories come out? I I don't know anybody <laughs> that has yeah. a broken Switch. Personally, I don't know anybody that has 
a cracked or warped switch. No. Um, I mean, but they showed us pictures. They did the... show us pictures. Yeah. There is proof. Yeah. Um, I know that um, one YouTuber I watch, he said that his warped, and I can't yeah, remember which one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so be careful about that. Um, check just, your switches. Yeah, check your switch. Uh, make sure it's not cracking or warping or turning into a surfboard. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want your switch to be turning into a sw- uh, surfboard. That would that, be horrible. That would be weird. That would be weird. I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify that as horrible. I mean, hey, free surfboard. Yeah. But. What if you live in Minnesota? That would be horrible. I mean, I'm a furniture flipper. You can turn surfboard into a lot of things. That's true. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, with Nintendo Switch. Now we have um, something about Starfield. I feel like I have to have a segment about Bethesda every, every single, week. Every week. It's not so- Fallout 76 this month. Or this week. This month. We only do this once a month. That was a fast once month. Once a month. So it's September now? Mm-hmm. Um, so something with uh, Starfield. Um, and Todd Howard uh, kind of revealed that Starfield will be on current gen. So mm-hmm. on Xbox One and PS4. Yeah. Um, not sure about the Switch. It seems like too much of a grander game. Yeah. Um, I mean, but didn't they put Skyrim on the Switch? They did, but the way they're describing Starfield, um, how everybody in Bethesda is describing Starfield, is that it's going to change the game. Like, they're they're making it seem like it's this massive game that game developers are going to look at this, and they're going to say, we need to get our stuff together. Yeah. Like, we need to get everything together right now. Um, but that's not what this is about. Um, he pretty much said... Uh, Todd Howard in an interview about Starfield, like when it's coming out, mm-hmm. and I, and with this quote, I think it's going to come out either 2019 or 2020 for sure. Um, but he says uh, pretty much, uh, we're building this on next gen hardware, but that doesn't mean it won't be on current gen. You know? Yeah. So it's definitely going to be one of those um, in betweens. Yeah, you're going to see releases for both consoles. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming once the next Xbox. So I guess, so I guess I can't say 2019. There's no way the next Xbox is coming out in 2019. No, but do you think it might come out before the next generation comes out? Like maybe they'll yeah. just release it now, and then when the new generation comes out, they just release it for that. I mean, it's not really out of the question, uh, but I think that'd be a little weird. But it's definitely not out of the question. Yeah. And Todd Howard did say. Uh, also, he's done a lot of interviews. He's done a ton. He's a busy man. Yeah. Well, he, it's been a while since he's done this many interviews. Usually, he kind of says his, his spew at E3 and then goes back into his hidey hole. <laughs> um, but he, he was saying that, like, oh, yeah, Starfield is playable. I'm like, what do you mean playable? So what are we doing? And what are we doing? Give me the game now. Give me, give me. Give me, give me. Uh, Fallout 76? Mm, Starfield. I've been mm-hmm. waiting for Starfield for three years now. Gimme, gimme. <laughs> um, so he has said on record in an interview, they are building it for next gen hardware. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it won't be on current gen. So I think if you're going to buy Starfield, you should be buying it on the next gen console. Yeah. Because, like hold off until mm-hmm. you can get the next generation. Because in 2013, between the years of 2013 and 2015, there were a lot of um, Xbox 360 or PS3 going on Xbox One and PS4. Um, goodness. Uh, and so it was always better to get the next up. So a lot like Watch Dogs on the yeah. previous generation. Uh, that game was not graphically the best, but it was always better on the next gen systems. Yeah. So on a game like Starfield, if they're describing it in a way where it's like this is going to change everything like this is going to change the way people see yeah. video games yeah I, I i understand i'm gonna be able to play on the xbox one but i think i'm gonna hold off yeah and then just get the next xbox the day of yeah like i said i wouldn't yeah but i will for starfield but no yeah not over buying an xbox one x this year well you don't know. But I do. That's I not could, happening. I could sneak out like a Scooby-Doo character. I'm going to put alarms on the house. Stay away from GameStop. 
<laughs> Except I will order from Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just cancel your Amazon account. Yeah, actually, that's probably a good idea just in general to cancel your <laughs> Amazon account. I love getting packages like in the mail. Like we're y- you went through a really bad Amazon phase when I first discovered Amazon I in college. You discovered Amazon in college. Yeah, because I didn't like understand online shopping. But then until w- you had no car until yeah, stuck in Lancaster County with no car. And I was like, and then I discovered Amazon. I was like, oh, have you heard of Amazon? They're like, yeah, it's been out for like three, four years now. He would text me like every day, like, oh, I ordered this on Amazon. I'm like, how many things do you have coming in the mail from Amazon this week? Like, my goodness. I think the best thing that I've discovered on Amazon in my entire life was when I was looking for pre-orders. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was for Mass Effect Andromeda. And I was seeing which one had the best pre-order bonus. And then Amazon said, 20% off. What do you mean? Yeah, pre-order game, you get 20% off. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, and so I've been pre-ordering my games from Amazon ever since because, yeah, I don't get it digitally, but at the same time, 20% off. Amazon, you... You want to... You want to... You want to sponsor? Spancer? <laughs> maybe? Spancer. <laughs> um... So yeah, that's about Starfield. Starfield's gonna be um, on both current gen and next gen, but I bet your keister that it's gonna be ten times better on next gen. Keister. Bet your keister. Or I mean, I I assume that it will be pretty decent on the Xbox One X. Oh yeah, definitely. Because yeah. that's ultra four K HD. <laughs> all the fancy all the, all that fancy stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's at the highest quality that we have at the moment. Mm-hmm. So. And that's why, I'm, and that's a different topic. But yeah, uh, I'm thinking like with the next generation of Xbox and PS4 or mm-hmm. PS5. If you have the PS4 Pro, that's like 4K Ultra HD, and also the Xbox One X, the most powerful system. And I always love that whenever they said like this is the most powerful system out there. I'm like, until now. Yeah. And they and they put out the the next Xbox is like, yeah. oh yeah, it was the most powerful until we made this one. Now it sucks. Yeah. Um, that one's garbage. Get this one. If they make the next gen look, make the Xbox One X look like garbage, then I can't wait. <laughs> uh, with our final news story of this week, we're going to talk about how Ubisoft wants to make longer lasting games, uh, more getting away from what they call the finite experience, meaning that um, games don't generally have an end. They just keep putting... It sounds like mm-hmm. what it's going to be is like expansion after expansion after expansion. Yeah. In fact, with um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it's been told in an interview where he says that you won't be able to solve the world of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Things will just rise up. So what they'll say is that when you get rid of a dictator or an oppressor, something else will just happen in the world. So it's just a continuous world, a continuous cycle of things happening in the world fuel that assassin's creed addiction yeah and and that's and that's another thing uh if they're if they're going on uh longer lasting games uh a lot of people are afraid that assassin's creed is going back on the yearly cycle mm-hmm. but then you have these quotes you won't be able to solve the world things will just happen and ubisoft saying that um or ubisoft whatever you want to say whatever ubisoft um when you get rid of a dictator, things will just rise up. It makes you think that, like, oh, hang on. It might not be a yearly cycle. This might be... The okay. last one. <laughs> not one say the last one. Um, eh, I, I think I would be okay if they made the last one. Yeah. It's been a while. We're all tired. Um, <laughs> by we, I mean Assassin's Creed fans. Um, But if they're saying this, right... I guess that that could mean that Assassin's Creed won't be on the yearly cycle. It will just be continuing off of Odyssey for a few years. Yeah. So, like, they they didn't have these plans with Origins, but then they had these plans with Odyssey. And they just yeah. released it, and it's going to be released for the next five years. Um, <laughs> our dog tried to get on uh, Liz's lap, but he failed. He failed because my leg's in the way, and he fell on <laughs> The poor little baby. If you want to see a picture of our dog, I did post a picture of him on our Instagram. Just search for Games and Groceries on Instagram and uh, find the picture of our dog. He's a cutie pie. He's the cutest little baby in the world. 
Um, so yeah, what do you think of this? That they're no longer going to be releasing bigger games every single year, but it's just going to be longer lasting games. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't even play Assassin's Creed. I'd like to. I really want to because it's, I like history, so I would love it probably. Yeah. But I'm already annoyed with this new game. With Odyssey. Yes, because the the first thing I said to you, the second they showed the trailer video at E3, I said, this looks like they took the Origins map and added grass. It does look like, like that. Like, it looks like they put not that much work. It looks like it literally, I don't know what it was about. I'm like, it looks like the exact same map, but, gra- but grassy and not desert-like. Like, it mm-hmm. looks like they use the same same buildings same things but they just change the era or the country that they were in and it's just very annoying and i understand the girl element like the female being the lead character instead but but i don't don't it just seems weird it's just weird i don't know i just i'm not for this game for some reason and they said there's going to be multiple endings. And the weird part about it is that uh, they did go on record to say that Cassandra, who is the female character, yeah. is the she is the canon character. But yeah, but they added the male character for some reason, for diversity's sake. Yeah, I guess. But this is also made by a syndicate team. So they, they had that whole uh, male and female protagonist. Yeah. Um, I hate it's in the game. I know. Yeah. Um, but so I I can respect what Ubisoft is going to do with this. Like m- less of a finite game and more of yeah. just an infinite uh, structure. And I like that for Division 2. And they're doing that for Siege. They're doing that for Siege. Like they're, they just keep putting out new uh, new operators, new contents. Um, like they put out that zombie deal. Um but uh, I, I don't know what I, I, I think about Assassin's Creed Odyssey being a thing uh, with this, with, a, yeah. with an infinite structure. Because I, I like having games. I like having games like that as an end. Yeah. Like having a story that I can play through. Yeah. And it doesn't really go on a story of Assassin's Creed. It, uh, multiple endings. Yeah, it just, it, like I said, it just sounds weird like if you wanted to make a new game you shouldn't just make a whole new game didn't don't have to make an assassin's creed game they yeah have made it a whole separate thing yeah just end the assassin's creed with origins and then just go Which on i'm pretty the- sure was the original idea was that origins yeah. was that was like a, i remember there being a rumor or something saying like that was going to be the last game and yeah which i, I been wish okay they would have done that yeah um but yeah so We'll see what they they Ubisoft has to do with this. Yeah, but high hopes. I'm like, it's it's more of like it's exactly like the Sonic movie, yeah. where it's just like, well, we'll wait and see. I don't have anything to say about it. It's just yeah, kind of like a a wait and see. So now that we got the the stories of the week, uh, July is slow. July is slow. Yeah, not a lot of game releases. Um, I believe. No, Moon Crash came out June last. I can't remember when it was either late June or early July. Moon Crash is amazing. Okay. I love Moon Crash, but uh, but yeah, July is pretty slow. But let's get into what this podcast is all about. Yeah. And of course, this podcast is all about gaming as an adult and uh, games as as a discussion, going yeah. into the real life perspectives of gaming. And tonight we decided to talk about how games are just as much of a hobby as anything else. Yeah. When we mean hobby, we're talking about uh, sports as in like loving sports, going outside and playing like pickup basketball. Or watching a game. Or watching a game. Or going to concerts and loving music and playing music. Like they should all be seen the same and it's very exhausting being a gamer and an adult at the same time because people give you this face like you mm-hmm. play games. Yeah. Because um, I'm sure that 
whenever I say, uh, I mean, quick side story, because mm-hmm. uh, I've told you this. Um, I when I was part of this one church in Lancaster, um, it wasn't the one I worked for, but it was a church we were visiting, and they had this men's group, and um, and, and so uh, in this men's group, you you uh, see these videos. Right, like these sketches mm-hmm. to see, like how to how to be a real man, how to be mm, a, how, how to be, be a, a good husband, how to be a good husband. Um, and they showed this one video, which really irked me, uh, really really hard because, uh, it was like this really exaggerative sketch where the wife is getting ready. You know, she has her makeup on, she's getting her earrings on, she's in a nice black dress, and she says, "Honey, are you almost ready?" and the husband is uh, half dressed. He has a tie undone, and he's he's got his game controller, and he's like, "Oh, we're almost at the right level." Blah, 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 blah. And so the wife is like saying, like making a story short, like, "Oh, I, 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 you know, I'm winning an award tonight. Why can't you think about me?" And the husband is seen as this dude who plays video games as a hobby, and he's a monster for doing so. And so when the sketch ends, uh, the uh pastor guy i guess in the video the leader the leader right he's like see you can't be a good husband and play video games and i was like i remember you came home that night and you sat down you're like babe my good husband and like i thought you were legit serious i'm like of course you are like you're a great husband and he like went on like are you sure like sometimes i just feel like i'm not you know because because i play video games all the time and and, and, you know, some might say that. And then you started, like, letting me know that you were joking, like, mm-hmm. that they basically told you you were a bad husband because you played video games. And I was, like, yeah. seriously? Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, uh, and, and at the at the end of the video, um, you know, we all got in a circle and the guys were like, oh, tell us your name, where you live, and uh, what's your hobby? Yeah. And so they went around the table and it was coming to me. And they're like, oh, I'm Sam and I'm from lancaster and i like to mow my lawn i'm i'm steve and i'm also from lancaster and i like to pet dogs i don't know i don't care about this most (laughs) of them are farmers i like to farm uh and they got to me and i just let it loose hi i'm adam i also live in lancaster i'm not gonna tell you where i lived in lancaster i lived on mars um and i play video games and they all started to joke around, like, oh, oh, I guess you're not a good husband. I'm like, oh, oh, oh at least I'm not divorced, Jim. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but. Well, not going back to that, church. No, I didn't say it out loud. But but anyway, so getting to the topic that as soon as you announce that you're an adult and you're gaming, your gaming is your hobby just as much as someone else's is yeah. watching sports or listening to music or being a foodie. <laughs> it's seen as like uh, this horrible childish thing. childish you're yeah. looked at as like aren't you an adult yeah and it's right up there with the same thing as like i think of netflix like when i'm in a job and people are like oh what do you like doing your spare time i'm d-. like the introvert in me is like in reality i sit at home with my husband and watch netflix all day yeah <laughs> but i'm gonna tell you that i like to go out and have fun <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like to go out and fun. Uh, so let's start this discussion by first discussing uh, when you're first a child, right? And mm-hmm. you're and you're like 10 years old. You're like 13 years old. And it's still seen as. Yeah. Like it's this still horrible. seen as this terrible thing. Yeah. So you were talking to me about how uh, your parents were kind of like, go outside and. Yeah. So my parents weren't against video games. Like I we um, one time my dad brought home his Genesis. Mm-hmm. and we were all very obsessed with it. Like, I came home from school one day, and my mom was playing it. So they weren't against video games, but my mom was very into having us go outside. Like, she hated having us sit around and do nothing. She got, she would, it drove her crazy, and she would always say, go outside, go play outside. Well, we lived in Philly, and so we didn't really have a yard. So when she said go play outside, that meant go out back where they're in the driveway and play. So one, there, there, there's one thing. Your play would constantly get interrupted by cars. And two, I was not a child who enjoyed playing outside. I hated being outside. It was not fun. Because the only things we had to do outside was like jump rope, 
I don't know. I had to skip. Hopscotch. I had to skip it. Th- those were fun. I kind of oh, missed yeah. my skip it. Mm-hmm. I was really good at that. But like jump rope, hula hoop, and we had a basketball net, but I wasn't very good at it. And I didn't like sweating when I was younger. Right. Ask anyone. I was an extremely girly girl. I did not like sweating. Mm-hmm. Also, I just hated being outside. Like, I'm just, I, I don't, uh, now as an adult, I like being outside. I like relaxing outside. But as a child, like, what does go play outside mean? Yeah. <laughs> I hated it. And like, they're just like, and I think people don't realize that there are kids who don't see joy in playing outside. Like when there's not like, if we had a swing set or something there, that would have been fun, but we didn't have anything like wasn't fun. So yeah, that it just bothers me when people like go crazy saying like, Oh, why don't these kids play outside? Man, minute. Like, do you know what, what did you do when you played outside? Like, I know mm-hmm. like when our parents were younger things like that, like kids played in the street and did these things. But like when you live in a city on a busy street, playing in the street is not an option. Like when I lived on a one way street, yeah, the kids played in the street. But when I lived on a nice busy city street, that was not an option. Yeah. And like, even playing like baseball or kickball like that, like they used to do, like when our parents were younger, playing that in the middle of the street, you're still getting interrupted with cars all the time. Like, I just don't understand the point of it. So, yeah. But I remember, because we also, in my house, we were very fortunate to have a finished basement. That was our playroom. We're just basically where my parents shoved all of our kids stuff, like our video games and our toys and dress up clothes because it's all girls. Um... And we we had a lot of gaming systems. We had a Genesis, a Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. We had the GameCube. And then we got a Wii. Yeah. I think that's the last one we bought because then we were just too old and stopped playing. Well, too old. And that's another well, yeah. topic we'll talk about too. But yeah, we mostly just got too busy doing stuff. Yeah. Like do having things to do other than... How you- parents brainwashed you do stuff no we were just tired oh yeah my parents (laughs) kept us very busy in high school yeah um so so we had a lot of game systems and i you know if we weren't in the base if we weren't out being forced to go outside and play we were in the basement playing or watching tv or doing something like that and i remember like my sisters and i loved our gamecube we played that constantly i mean even the nintendo 64 we had um Oh, what was it? Oh, the the box. Ready to Rumble. We had Ready, Ready to, Rumble. to Rumble. I love Ready to Rumble. That was so fun. Like, I thought I mastered that game until I started dating Adam, and he killed me. Yeah. You started like, dating me. It's like, you were like, I bet I can beat you in this game. Because I beat everyone. I Every time I played Ready to Rumble with anyone, I beat them. And then I started dating you, and you beat me, and I was so mad. <laughs> anyway. I remember you told your dad, and you're like, Dad, he's really good at video games. And your dad's like, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's my family's reaction on a lot of things. Right. I, I don't say. know what to say. I don't have an answer for that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we had Ready to Rumble. I had Miss Pac-Man. Even my little sister, when we got it, she was like three when we got the N64. Mm-hmm. She had an Elmo game. Like, it was made for everybody. Yeah. And that was a great part about it. And then we got the GameCube and we had Animal Crossing and my sisters. Now this would drive me crazy, but my sisters would play hours of Super Monkey Ball 2. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I absolutely hated that game as a child. We still have it. It's it's I right know. in the other room. I still won't play it <laughs> because I, I think it was because I was so bad at Like I was just that bad at it. It's a difficult game. It is because it goes back to like, the way, like, when we're playing Halo, I fall off stairs and cliffs constantly. Yeah. I have no coordination. It's your monkey ball. Like, you're almost always in this little bubble having to move around. I'm not good at the whole moving around thing in games. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. But and, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you had some good times with your sisters. Um, yeah. You you have some good memories playing games with your sisters. Oh, yeah. Like, just as much as playing outside. I've better memories of playing video games with my sisters and outside i can't name you a time that i enjoyed playing outside with anybody yeah but can you name a time um off the top of your head where you had like a really good memory with your sisters playing video games not a very specific but i do remember there was one time that we were all in with me my sisters my cousin and my sister's 
boyfriend at the time. We were all in the basement and we were playing Animal Crossing and it was just fun. Like we were all just hanging out in the basement and I was playing Animal Crossing. It was just mm-hmm. chill and it was nice and it was fun. We only ever had two controllers, so we never really played all yeah. three of us together. But I mean, it was just fun, like always playing. Like I remember playing, like watching my mom, because like I said, when we had the Genesis, she, my mom loved the Aladdin game. I don't remember the exact name of the Aladdin game, mm-hmm. but she loved playing it. And we loved watching each other try and beat the levels. My mom was the best at it. So we loved watching her play. And yeah. that was like the one game we all watched each other play was the Aladdin game, trying to see how far we could get because yeah. it was so complicated. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I, I have good family memories from the video games. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's the thing is that like a lot of people downgrade these video games as if like they're riding your brain just mm-hmm. like TV is or uh, there's no way you can make friends from video games. You have to go outside to make friends. And that's yeah. far from the case. And I, and I remember watching, um, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a commercial where these three boys, three or four boys, were uh, playing like a playing a game in this kid's bedroom. They were having a grand old time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah let's do this and let's do that. And then the mom, she goes and like, like takes out like this, uh, she goes into the fuse box and like takes out like a couple of fuses like just sabotages her house for some reason that's ridiculous and so like all the power goes out and they're like oh well let's go outside and play basketball and so they go outside and play basketball like do you remember that commercial i don't yeah it was so bizarre and oops um and so they they the the commercial pretty much said i don't know what it was for or if it was for like a power company or for like the evil mom's group of <laughs> of santa monica but uh the commercial was pretty much saying like take your kids off the television so they go outside and play and just like it's like seeing it's like this evil thing that like yeah. you can't make friends with video games when and i mean back then no, you couldn't make friends with video games. Yeah. Well, I, I could argue differently. I made most of my friends playing video games. Well, yes, you could make friends by having that shared interest in video games, but you couldn't make friends via video games like you can oh, now. Oh, okay. I, I know what you mean. So, like, yeah. you can't, like, meet somebody online. Exactly. Yeah. You, I mean, it was a little bit more difficult. You shared a common interest in video games with your friends. Yeah. Just like I shared a common interest with my friends. Okay, I don't really share common interests with any of my friends. Yeah. We just happen to be friends. But softball. Ooh, I made friends with softball. We yeah. had that common interest of softball. But, And that's the thing. Know. Is that, like, this activity can be a shared interest. It's a shared hobby. Yes. Um, Just like sports cards was. Like, I, I still have my sports card collection. Mm-hmm. And they made a lot of friends with my sports cards. Uh, I, let him, I made a lot of enemies with some of my trades. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like with video games is that, this is a hobby. It's it's something yeah. that you can connect with with people at like and as an adult talk over at the water water cooler. I don't know, um, but I made a lot of my friends as a kid with video games. Like I yeah. I would invite them over to my house, um, but you know they would say like, "Oh, why are you inside when it's such a nice day out?" I'm like, "Cause Halo Two just came right? out. <laughs> That's why we're inside." Uh, and I don't think it's a bad thing for parents to say like why don't you go play outside because i think oh no i mean it's a good thing to encourage but yeah. not to like force them if they're already occupied like if your kids didn't i'm bored yeah like yeah go outside. go outside get away from me and go outside and then i would also say how are you bored starfield just came out oh my or no goodness. not starfield star um my kid would be oh yeah Elder school six they'll be 12 years old and Elder school <laughs> six will just come like what do you mean Elder school six just came out what are, you, what are you talking about? And it's like, Dad, we want to go outside. But Elder Scrolls. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, that's the thing is that um, gaming as a hobby, even as a child. Yeah, it's, it's frowned upon. Yeah, because I remember as a kid. Now, here's something I, I love my mom for. Like, I, I always thought as an adult uh, or as a young adult, like, oh, my mom just hates video games. But thinking back as an adult, thinking back to my childhood, my mom really, she didn't encourage my gaming. But she didn't discourage it either. Yeah. Like, I still remember, and I might have said it was on the podcast already. Uh, I remember when Halo 3 came out, and I and I ran to GameStop, and I had and I got my copy. And I ran back home, and I was so excited to play Halo 3. But I had a responsibility that I had to do, and I can't remember like what it was. Like chores or something. Like a chore or something. And I remember my mom looked at me, and she said, you have Halo 3? 
And I was like, yeah, go and play it. Like she knew how excited I was yeah. to play Halo 3. And she's like, yeah, go, go play it. And I remember because I freaked out because my mom's not. Oh, no. She <laughs> is not one to like skimp on your chores. And I remember just like being a statue like, wait, are you legit? <laughs> like I thought it was a trap. Um, but yeah, she she encouraged my gaming. Like, it, yeah, it, like she knew how, how important gaming was to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, but other people in my family, like my uncles and my grandparents, especially, they didn't mm-hmm. understand. And they're like, why is he into gaming? Um, or why isn't he? Why is he in into gaming? Why isn't he into basketball? Or yeah. Um, and honestly, um, going forward now, going into adulthood, we talked about childhood, um, but going into adulthood and gaming, um, it's definitely frowned upon. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause you think of going to someone like saying like even like telling someone that we have a gaming podcast, like they're like you what yeah and it's just it's so frowned upon as an adult but i don't it frustrates me so much especially as a wife of someone who plays video games like for someone to criticize you like saying like to claim that you're a bad husband because you play video games like yeah why at least some of the games you play are interesting like like when you started playing life strange i'm like oh my gosh i want to play this yeah because i'm like oh this is interesting like the ones that have storylines, I love watching you play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I. So you love watching me play NBA 2K then? No. Those are great storylines. No, I, like I said, there are some games you play. It's Emmy War. Like sometimes Assassin's Creed is interesting. Sometimes Not Fallout Syndicate. is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I watched my friend play Assassin's Creed when we were hanging out once. Mm-hmm. Like it's an interesting game. But like. I don't know. Like it just frustrates me when people criticize people for playing video games as adults because I don't see the difference between coming home to relax and play. If video games relax you, what's the difference between playing video games when you come home and sitting down and reading a book when you come home? Yeah. Either or both of them, you are sitting down focused on something other than your family. And that's how what people say about video games is that you're so invested in the video game. You're not paying attention to your family. You don't care about yeah. your family. But what about a book? But I mean, when I read a book or when I'm watching Netflix, guess where my attention is? You've seen me watch Netflix. Nothing else exists when I'm watching a movie. Huh? That is my answer to everything. Like, if you say something and I'm super focused on the show I'm watching, I I did not hear you say anything. Like, I tell yeah. Adam all the time, like, if I'm watching Netflix and you need my attention, say my name first so you know you have yeah. my attention. Earth to Lizzie. Yes. Earth to Lizzie. You've done that before. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing is that like when you're an adult and you say, you know, oh, I like to go home and I like to play video games and just like, it's a scene like, oh, how, how, how horrible of a person or like, yeah. I like Star Wars or, or even my other hobby. I love reading comic books. Yeah. You know, um, I still haven't read that Moon Knight that I just got. I know. Yeah. I had to sit down and read that. It's Good. been, a- when we're done, you can read that and I'll watch Netflix. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's just seen as this not it's not a hobby to them no. it's it's seen as like you're still a child and or I, neglecting adult responsibilities like and i will tell everyone on here adam cooks dinner every night which is also a shocking thing to everyone yeah adam cooks dinner every night so when i come home mm-hmm. even on days where i'm home all day because i only work three days a week yeah when he comes home from work he comes home and cooks dinner so if he wants to sit down and play video games when he's when we're done eating dinner I don't care. Yeah. Like, I take care of the house. I, I clean when I can. I I yeah. do. I, I pay the bills. You do. Yeah. And that's the thing. Here's the a, here's a difference between a hobby and what we talked about last week is in the gaming addiction, addiction right? Um, is that with a hobby, you know, you get things done. Like, yeah. I think that I definitely think you can be a good man. You can be a good husband. Mm-hmm. You can be a good wife, you know, and still play video games the difference between being a man child and being a man oh my goodness fluffy the difference between being a man child and being a man is that being a man child is that you neglect your rent bill Mm -hmm. you neglect cooking for your wife you neglect doing laundry for your wife you neglect your your family as a whole like and that's what i've always Mm -hmm. told you about gaming like whenever you start to get worried that 
oh, are you playing video games too much? Or what if you, you know, aren't a good dad because you want to play video games? And I always tell you, like, I don't care if you play video games. You can play video games all you want. You can play yeah. video games till your heart's content. But when we have kids or if I'm doing something that I need you, like mm-hmm. if we, when we have kids and I need you to help me with something, yeah. as long as you put down the controller and help me when I ask for help, that's all I care about. Yeah. Don't ignore me and, I, and play video games all you want. Because the same thing as, a, as if you're watching a game on TV. Yeah. You can watch a game on TV and help me. You And in fact... You can do it. You can help me more playing video games because most video games can be paused. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Most video games. And this is exactly why I, I don't play multiplayer and no, nothing against play people who play multiplayer. Oh, no. I mean, and you play it. Just you don't play it when you know that we yeah. have to do something. Like just today um, when I was waiting for you to come home, I was playing Rocket League a little yeah. bit uh, because uh, I paid my bills. I, I actually just cleaned the living room. And uh, dinner was in the oven, and I said, you know, I got time. I got two hours. Why don't I play some Rocket League? But if I know you're home, I have responsibilities. Um, you know, uh, just today too. I actually play a lot of video games today. Um, when I was waiting for in between calls, uh, because I was taking care of things, uh, bills wise, uh, I was in between phone calls, and I played a little bit of Red Dead Redemption because I was waiting for a call. And once this call comes in, I could just hit pause. Yeah. You know, um, I like I want something to occupy, occupy my time. Uh, my Moon Knight comic, whatever. Um, but I needed something to occupy my time. Boom. Yeah. Red exactly. Dead Redemption. But if I had like if I knew that the time was there, that I had a lot, I would play a multiplayer game like Rocket League. Exactly. Uh, but all this to say is that, like, I don't think anybody should really judge you. Uh, if you, if you say, uh, I, I'm a gamer, this is my hobby. That's that. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think anybody should really, I don't think anybody should have to defend. No. You know, uh, in the same way where you don't have to defend sports like, no. I, and I am into sports. Like I, I love my Phillies. I forgot to check the final score, but they anyway, play, they played the Mets, but, uh, I'm looking at the final Why score. Why are you looking up the score? Because I, I couldn't. We are not a sports podcast, Adam. Sport podcast. Blah, 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 blah. Um, ah, the Mets won in the in the tenth inning. But anyways, <laughs> well, I couldn't watch the game because uh, they were playing the Mets. So if I tried to stream it today, it would have been the Mets' perspective. Well, no, it was blocked. Oh out. yeah, it would have been blocked out. Yeah. So like I was about to put on the Phillies game, and I was like, ah, Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, all this to say is that like, I don't think anybody should have to defend gaming as a hobby, you know? Uh, and all this to say, uh, I, I, how many times have I say all this to say a lot. So, you know, one thing I, I, I always like to point out is that, uh, the other reason why I don't really put out to my Facebook friends that uh, I have a gaming podcast is because some of my GameStop friends, um, when I worked in GameStop, I was going through a bit of a depression because mm-hmm. I was applying for church jobs and all these people were saying like, well, you know, gaming is for children. Maybe you should. It, pretty much they were telling me like to grow a pair and yeah, um, stop playing video games, get into real men's sports. So as I was working in my dream job and I've been trying to get into yes. GameStop since I was 13 years old. And as I finally got into my dream job of talking about video games that was when that was the time when i was getting stifled and saying like you know stop playing video games be a real man mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say who was telling me this yeah it wasn't my mom my mom was oh, like no. my mom was actually confused like why i was like not playing as many video games especially when i was working in a GameStop. yeah um but at that time, you know, I was telling all my GameStop workers and you know, like, no, I'm more into basketball. I'm more into sports. I'm more into music. You know, yeah. like I'm into grown man crap. Yeah. And in reality, I missed video games. Yeah. Video games are my hobby. And I don't think I should have. I If I, I, I would have definitely done that differently. Yeah. I mean, and once we moved and you weren't working at GameStop anymore, like. Yeah. You started playing more, which is why we got the Xbox One. Yeah. As soon as I got the Xbox One. You got really back into everything. Yeah. And um, 
and, and I think you, you also shared with me that uh, you weren't really into video games until, like, I think we, until we were married. Yeah, I don't think I was really into video games until Life is Strange came out. Yeah. Because I think, I don't even think I planned on playing Life is Strange. Because I was so like, eh, video games aren't for me, I'll just watch you play. Mm -hmm. But then I saw how simple it was. Like, I didn't actually have to, like, do anything. I could just click on stuff and talk. Like, it didn't, it wasn't, like, yeah action or anything. I realized, like, oh, this is cool. I want to make my own decisions because you weren't making the decisions I wanted to make. <laughs> Which so. is why I got the game because I watched another YouTuber play Life is Strange. And I was like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I didn't get into video games until I saw you playing Life is Strange. And I was like, I want to play. Yeah. And then I just realized that it's not that I'm not into gaming. It's that I'm not into typical gaming. I'm not into like the shooter games or action yeah. games. Like, let me follow a storyline. I might be able to do some quick things that they tell me to do. Yeah. Like, do this and karate chop. I'm like, okay, I can do that. Well, let's expand on that on... Uh, next week's podcast, which I think this is a good time to announce that uh, we also have an early episode coming yes. this, uh, I would say Saturday. Yeah, I think we're going to do it on Saturday. Yeah, so next next time on Saturday, let's expand on that. Okay. What, what defines a gamer? Yes. You know, because you weren't into video games. You didn't make gaming into a hobby because you had this whole different dis perspective of what a gamer is. Yes. Uh, the reason why we're making a uh, an early podcast is that I'm going to be on the way on a conference for my work. Yep. That I, uh, you know, uh, so I'll be away. Uh, I'll be away on that conference. So yeah. uh, on Monday we won't be. But so Saturday we're just going to have a new episode nice and early. Nice and early. And we're going to be talking about the topic. In fact, let me write that down. Um, what defines a gamer? What defines a gamer? And I think you touched on it perfectly. You know? You're welcome. Yeah. What defines a gamer? Uh, so, yeah, just to end this uh, conversation, I think now you're, you see gaming more a hobby, but I think you just have to find the right game. Yes. You know? And that's the thing is that most people have this, and we'll talk about this more, uh, and it's a perfect example, why people don't think gaming is a hobby because they think of gaming as um a halo as halo or a child's thing like mario you yeah. know uh they they don't know the expansion of gaming um when i told somebody about fallouts you know they're they're like oh what's fallout i'm like well it's a game about morality like you exit a vault into a wasteland and and the game asks you who are you going to be and i remember that person yeah. uh said to me i didn't know games existed like that and, and I even told him about Life is Strange. Yeah. Well, there's also Life is Strange that goes into um, teenage issues, including suicide, you yeah. know? And he's like, wow. We I didn't... found a way to add Fallout to this podcast. Fallout. But we'll talk more about that next week. Yeah. Talk about that more next week. Uh, I think this is, has been a really good discussion. Yeah. So uh, to end this conversation, let's just say that uh, you don't have to defend yourself. If gaming is is your hobby, you know? Yeah. Uh, you can also like sports and music, but you can also like games. So again, let's do that. Hashtag I'm a gamer on Twitter. Yeah. Hashtag I'm a gamer. You know? Also, tweet at us. Let us know what you think airplanes will look like in 50 yeah. years. That's what I want to add. When we do table talks, I want everyone to tweet us what they think of that topic uh, that we talk about. Because I think that would be fun to learn. Hashtag table talk, table talk topics yeah hashtag oh wait you try to say it hashtag table talk, talk topics, topics. i'm not it. gonna try and say it fast like you do table talk topics uh can you read that question for our audience just one more time so the question that you're gonna tell us on twitter is what do you think airplanes will look like in 50 years and you can tweet at us at gaming groceries and maybe we'll read some of the answers next week maybe yeah so uh, go ahead and tweet at us. Look for us on Instagram, Games and Groceries. And if you want to support us, if you want to support the podcast, give us a listen at Radio Public. Mm -hmm. uh, they're a 
uh, a great platform to listen to podcasts that are up and coming. Uh, and they really like helping um, uh, po- up and coming podcasts out. So, yeah. uh, and still big thanks to Anchor for putting us out on everywhere. Yeah. Thanks to Anchor for helping us out to get us somewhere. Thanks to Radio Public for really giving us some more assistance. And now, Spotify. You can now listen to us on Spotify. So, thank you, Spotify, for letting us be on your platform. Be on your platform because it's sponsored by, by Spotify, maybe. Sponsored by Spotify. Um, but yeah, so we are now on Spotify. You can find us there. Uh, really, at this point, I can now say you can now listen to this podcast anywhere you find your podcast on. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But. I will say all you have to do to support this podcast for keep free. listening. Keep listening for free at Radio Public. That's the best way to support us, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So um I will end it there. Uh any final thoughts, Liz? No, I think I'm good. All right. So join us again on Saturday for a special time yep. where um because I'll be away at a conference and uh we'll have another question for our table talk topics. And some more gaming news and topics and such. Yep. So thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you on Saturday.